Happy Friday. Hi, I'm Melissa, the CEO and founder of A Yogi Kitchen. And if you can hear it in my voice, you know that I'm smiling big time right now. It's really good to be back. I took an intentional break. I was just going to take a few months off and then the pandemic hit and everything sort of shifted and changed really quickly. And I felt like I needed a moment to just process. I needed to take a beat to listen to my heart and to listen to my kids and my family, my communities, and also the U.S. and the world to kind of watch what was going on. And I think I believed early on that if we watched like China and we watched like Italy, we'd have a better understanding of how to go forward. And I think that was true. Our, our country just didn't do it. Um, and I also didn't, I didn't want to be part of the noise. If you remember, there was just, there's so much noise in those early days of the pandemic, so much information flying at us and so much information flying at us and so many opinions flying at us about the information and the misinformation. And it was just a lot. And it sort of hasn't stopped. It's been sort of nonstop for Maybe it's been nonstop for like four years, but it intensified at the beginning of the pandemic. And so I felt like I needed to to just step away from that noise and not be a part of it. Um, I felt like the last things my students and clients, current and potential, needed was me going, come to yoga, come to yoga, give me money, pay, pay me, pay me, pay me. And, you know, I understand why a lot of small business owners and and entrepreneurs sort of lost their minds at the beginning of the pandemic. It was scary. And if you're working client to client or gig to gig, there's no indication of what, you know, it's scary on a, on a daily basis, but in the middle of a pandemic, you know, something we haven't seen in a hundred years when the world was completely different, there was no guidebook for this. And so people really did kind of lose their minds and just threw shit against the wall to see what was going to stick. And I I knew I didn't want to do that. And I can be a little prone to doing that. So I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was thinking, though, about December-ish, I was thinking about coming back to the podcast and how much I really actually enjoy podcasting and also how I reach a different audience in podcasting. The people that listen to the podcast, at least used to, are not the people who read the blog and are not the people who at least back then we're coming to yoga. Um, now that there's online yoga, there is an option for that. But I, th- I felt like I wanted to, to reach out to those people again. So on Monday, I recorded an episode of the podcast. And it felt really awkward, because I haven't done it in so long. It took me forever to record one little short episode. And um, by the way, today, I've decided I'm, I'm done re-recording and re-recording. Like I'm just going to get this done and it's going to be short, but I'm just going to talk and not worry about how much I stumble and how much I say, um, I'm just going to put it out there and let it be okay to be vulnerable and to not be perfect. Um, I think in that way I can be an example and I can help people find some ease in their own humanness. Um, I'm, I'm extremely human. I make a lot of mistakes and some of them are not pretty, and they're not for public consumption by any means. But uh, I, I do, I do like to talk about it and let people know that that's true. There's nothing shiny and glossy going on here. Uh, right now, I'm actually wearing some makeup because I was thinking about being on Instagram Live in a bit, but I haven't decided if I'm doing it yet. 
But anyway, so I recorded this and it felt awkward and it felt weird. And so I said, I'm going to put it on the shelf and just let it sit on the shelf for a moment and, and see if I can sort of come to terms with my own vulnerability and, and feelings of worthiness before I put it out there. So I don't have like a total vulnerability meltdown when it goes out. And, and it's not like I have hundreds of listeners or, or anything like that. But I thought, okay, let's let's do it that way. And it just also gives me a moment. It gives my anxiety a moment to kind of process and, and catch up with everything that's going on. So then Wednesday happened, January 6, 2021. And I was glued to the television for most of the day and absolutely knew not the time for me to drop a podcast episode and actually really didn't even think about it. And I'm not someone who watches the news. I read my news because I have an anxiety brain and a um, PTSD brain. That news cycle and that constant feeling of immediacy around things that are not immediate, around things that happened days ago or weeks ago even, um, is just not good for me. And I tell my clients, my wellness coaching clients, I, I tell them, as much as you can, avoid that. If you can either limit it to like half an hour a day, and pretty much you can get a news cycle in half an hour, and you really don't need to watch a lot more. If you could do that in half an hour a day and then read the rest, or if you can just not do it and read it, um, I think that's the best thing sometimes for anxiety brains. Or just say Sunday is my news day, and I'll consume news on Sunday in a visual form, an audio form, or an RL form, and I'll read it the rest of the time, like figure out how you can limit it. So I'm not someone who does this, but I, I felt like a couple of things. One, this is immediate. This is breaking news. This is really immediate. And I know there's a lot of breaking news out there, but this was on a national level and this was history being made. This was a situation that none of us thought we would ever see in our lives, a sitting president inciting a coup. I mean, we've seen rioters, certainly, over the last year. We've seen a lot of peaceful protests over the last year. But this was on steroids. This was something completely different than that. And I wanted to bear witness to it. And I wanted to be able to also really be well-informed so I can talk to my kids about it. My kids are older. I have a 24-year-old and a 15-year-old. Um, so it wasn't like I need to sit anyone down and have a conversation. Sorry, that was that was my ex. Speaking of my kids, that was my ex calling about my kids, but he can wait a moment because I'm going to get through this recording. So that was Wednesday. I stayed up and, and watched Congress certify Joe Biden as our next president. I didn't get a lot of sleep that night because somehow I woke up at seven and couldn't fall back asleep and watched a lot of news yesterday, which was Thursday. Watched a lot of news, read a lot of news kind of took it easy and was pretty quiet through the day. And then I had a really interesting thing happen is I was supposed to Zoom with some high school friends and at like four, I was supposed to Zoom with them at eight. And like at four, I texted with the Zoom information and I said, so if we're still up to it, here's all the information. However, if we want to postpone or, or whatever, we can do that. And someone said, I think we should postpone. And then right away said, no, you guys go ahead, but I'm not going to join you. I'm feeling broody and I don't have anything to contribute. And I and said, I love you. And I said, you know what? I love you too. And I think we should 
we should postpone. Let's meet next Thursday, give ourselves some time. And then someone else came on and said, I think we need time to process. And then everyone was like, yes, I think that's a great idea. Next Thursday works great. So that was sort of in my head. And then I was supposed to teach a new time slot last night. I don't often teach late in the evenings. I've never really taught late in the evenings. And I was teaching a 7 p.m., which to me is late, a 7 p.m. slow flow class online last night on Zoom. And about 10 till, I dropped something that went flying all over the place and made a huge mess. And I was sort of panicked. And I looked at the clock and I said, okay, I have 10 minutes to clean this up. I can get a good, you know, a good dent in it done. And then I heard the ding on my, a, a notification, a text message notification. And one of my students was like, hey, I'm here online and no one else is here. Are we having yoga tonight? And she's like, if it's just me, we don't have to have yoga. And I had a total mind fuck moment. I was like, what? And I looked at the clock and it was 10 minutes after class was supposed to have started. So if you had asked me if she had said, what's going on? I would have said, oh, I just dropped something. Could we start like a few minutes late? I just got to clean up. And I was, so what I had thought was two minutes was actually 20 minutes, maybe even a little over 20. And I was floored. And I thought, okay, attention must be paid. My brain is obviously not working the way that it's supposed to. And I'm actually someone who's fairly good at, at time management. So I, I did say, hey, would it be okay if we postpone? In my head, I was thinking, well, we'll do a pop-up yoga tomorrow, which is something I do. Students who can't make it to regularly scheduled classes or want a different class or an extra class or whatever are welcome to text me and ask um, for a time slot in a class they want taught. And if I can do it, usually I do it. I thought, well, I'll offer a pop-up class. And she just texted and said, that's great. I'll see you on Sunday. Have a good night. And I was really appreciative. And I, I just have the best students in the world because we're, we're really flexible with each other that way. Um, I have a student who gets on sometimes. She's a longtime friend. And she'll say, you know, I just really wanted to talk to you and see you. So if we practice today, great. And if we don't, we don't. And if she's the only one in class, sometimes we won't. Or she'll say, I know we're supposed to have this kind of class, but could we just like slow down today? And I'll say, yeah, as long as everyone else is okay with it. And when everyone else gets on, I say, hey, we're going to do, you know, slow flow or vinyasa or uh, yin yoga today. And they're like, oh, awesome. And people are just very, very flexible. And I'm, I'm very lucky to have the community that I do. So if you are part of my regular yoga community or one of my coaching clients and you're listening, thank you so much for, for your love and support and being part of my community because I love being part of yours. And I feel like we're a good, strong community. So that was last night. And I woke up this morning feeling like I wanted to do something. I wanted to take action. So, you know, I'm a yoga therapist and a personal chef. I don't have a lot of power that affects my community. And the kind of action that I do like to take, you know, I do feel very strongly that as I shift my energy, it ripples out and it affects my kids and it affects my students and it affects my clients. And then they go into their homes and it affects their kids and it affects their coworkers and it keeps rippling into our community and we're shifting energy. And I think that's really important, but I also do believe in, you know, I've done a lot of peaceful protests in my life. Um, I do believe in the other kind of action. I just 
at this moment in my life don't have a lot of access to it. My partner is older. He's 68. So I'm not going to go out and be at some super spreader event. Um, so I just was like, I, I don't know what it is. And I automatically, my head just sort of shifted. My brain sort of shifted to maybe I should record a different podcast episode. So I wanted to reach out and connect um, because I miss podcasting because I know that the people who listen to the podcast are not necessarily the people who are coming to online yoga, or at least back then when I had the podcast, I didn't have online yoga. So maybe there's a crossover now. Um, there don't tend to be the people who listen to the blog. It's a different audience a bit. And so I wanted to reach out um, and, and wish you all well and say hello and say, I'm, I've missed you. And, um, you know, I, I took the break that I took was intentional. I, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life in November of 2019. And then the pandemic hit and I felt really strongly that I didn't want to be part of the noise that was going on. I felt strongly that I needed to take a break take a, not a break, but take a beat, take a pause and just listen to what was happening in the world. Um, and, you know, I came back to online yoga, which has been, and I, I've loved teaching online yoga, loved it. I, I would never expected. In fact, I really resisted also because it just didn't feel like me teaching online yoga did not feel like who I am. And so I really resisted. And then I thought, well, okay, I'm going to ask, I think I asked three of my really regular students, would you please come on Zoom with me and let me teach a class and tell me, give me feedback and tell me what you think. And so they came for about a week, I think, of classes and had really great things to say, good feedback. And I was really enjoying it. I'm like, I roll out of bed, you know, get some water and product in my hair. And then I'm on my yoga mat in my house. And I really liked it. And I, I had been teaching in person in my house before. So that wasn't completely weird, but it was just I don't know. It was just really nice. And then in June, I was asked to teach at a virtual reunion for my college, my uh, reunion uh, alumni, sorry, for the alum for my college, which I do when we have in-person reunions, I, I teach and I love teaching alum. I love having a room full of people from anywhere from like class of, I don't know, 85 to class of 2005 or something. Um, I think I've had younger even, but I really love it. It's really fun and, and interesting and, and I like doing it. And there's an energy that I love about it. And so I taught at reunion and it was really awesome. And I loved it. And I thought, all right, I am ready. So I think I didn't start online teaching to like May or June. I think I can't remember. And um, just fell in love with it because one of the biggest reasons I love it is that in any given class, I could have someone from, I've known for 30 years from college, someone I've known for like 40 years from my childhood, someone that I met three years ago here in Lawrence, someone from Chicago who's never come to one of my classes. And I, I just, I really, um, I've really enjoyed that energy that comes with it. And then the other thing is there are people that I never got to teach before um, like my good friend Irene from college, she comes to two or three classes a week and I, we get on about 10 minutes before class and we're always on at least 10 or 15 minutes after and we catch up. And so this is someone that I love dearly and I get to see her several times a week and we catch up. So I know like what she ate for dinner three days ago, which in our past 30 years, well, not college, but after college, 30 years or so, you know, 
I'd see her once every once in a while, a wedding or something. And I wouldn't hear the intimate details of her life. Like, oh, this is, you know, my dog ate an avocado the other day. And what am I going to do about that? And all kinds of stuff. And so it's just been really, really lovely um, to catch up with people and be really constant in people's lives. And I know a lot of people are feeling uh, lonely and feeling disconnected. But I feel like during the pandemic, because of Zoom and because of my yoga classes, I feel super connected. Uh, I'm connecting with people that I hadn't talked to in decades. And I connect with them like on a monthly basis. And it's awesome. So I invite you to come to online yoga. And I'm going to go probably on Facebook Live, maybe Instagram Live later too. What we're going to do this weekend is we're going to take a little bit of a break from some of the go, go, go pace of what's been going on. So I am today going to put together, I have one Spotify playlist to share and I'll do another one. Oh, I have two to share and then maybe I'll do another one and we're going to have slow classes this weekend. We'll have a variation of slow flow and vinyasa or not vinyasa, sorry, slow flow and yin yoga for all three classes that happen this weekend. So we meet Saturday at 9am, Sunday at 10am and Sunday at 1130am. And it'll basically be the same class all weekend. And our focus is just going to be on processing what's in our heads and help it move into our bodies and into our hearts. It's going to be on slowing down and quieting down. I know um, for a lot of us who are parents, it's been trying to absorb the information of everything that's happened, explain to our children so many different things. Not only what just happened at a really pure level, a really basic level, but also explaining to our kids, what is the difference between peaceful protest and what just happened? that it wasn't even rioting. I mean, we've seen, it was rioting, obviously, but we've seen rioting, um, you know, all over this last summer, looting and rioting, but this was on steroids. This was something different. So how do you explain to your children that? So we've had to process information very quickly so that we could help our kids process it. And so maybe it's time to just, instead of just doing mental processing, as I think so many of us have been doing over the last two days, take some moments and just breathe into it and let us feel the pain. Let us feel the anger. Let us feel um, the loss, grieve a little bit. And there's going to be certainly much, much more of that in the coming months. But I think right now we're all emotionally exhausted we're mentally exhausted, and it'd be a great time to practice together. So I teach a workshop called Practices for Peace, which I am going to teach. It's already scheduled for February. Uh, This weekend, we're going to do a lot of elements of that workshop, of just quieting down and practicing poses that I believe help that energy ripple out into our communities, that peaceful, love-filled energy ripple out. And if it doesn't ripple out into the angry people in our communities, And by angry, I mean the people who support the rioters. Um, At least it can ripple to our children and to our immediate circles. So I, I just, that's the action that I can take at this moment that makes me feel good. Um, there's some writings as, as some of you know, I'm in in Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas, and, uh, there's some definite writing of my representatives. I can be doing emails or or calling them. There's some things like that, that I can be doing for me. That is not going to give me the feeling of purpose 
that I have in teaching. So I will do that because I believe it's important, but it's it's different for me. So that's um, that's where things are. I hope to have a more consistent podcast coming up soon. Um, I am going to switch. This is not going to be, uh, it's going to be, so I, I guess I should talk about that a little bit is uh, the new podcast. So it's going to be a new podcast, not the same one continued. Um, Because as a lot of people this year, I've learned to pivot my business and to have elements of my own old business, but have it be, you know, different. Um, This new podcast is called Off the Mat. And it's about the lessons that we learn on the mat, the things that we learn. Um, what's a good example? A good example is when you first get to yoga, it's really common to hear your yoga teacher say, find your edge. Find that place where it doesn't feel like you could push much more, like you're as deep into the pose as you want to be in this moment, as you maybe can be in this moment, and then come off of your edge. And that's where yoga is. That's where you want to be. That lesson translates extremely well into life. I was someone who was often pushing. I was pushing too much. I was pushing to my edge or beyond my edge sometimes. And then I learned how to back off. And I learned how to get a little quiet. It took me a while. But so that's that's an example of a lesson that you learn on the mat that can translate into your life. So we're going to be talking about those in Off the Mat. And a lot of what we're going to be talking about is um, anxiety, depression, PTSD, trauma. So mental health illnesses and yoga, mental health illnesses and mindfulness. And we're going to very soon have one of my yoga students who is now a yoga teacher and manages her mental health with her, her movement practices. So she also does some aerobics. She does bar class, but she's a yoga teacher. So she always, yoga is her foundation. And she's going to, Sarah is her name. She's going to talk to us about um, how she does that, how she has a partner and is a mom and is a worker and how she worked out more than anyone I know during the pandemic. And she manages her mental health with her exercise and what that means. Um, And just hear her story. We're going to create some space for her story. And if it resonates with you or whether, or if it, it's helpful in some way to you, um, that's awesome. That's exciting and great. But I think my real purpose is just to have different stories be heard and to create space for different stories to, to exist, um, around mental health and especially mindfulness in yoga. Cause that's you know, that, that's who I am. So, um, so that's what I have. You can join us, go to the website, ayogikitchen.com, uh, backslash classes and see what I'm offering right now. As always, I'm happy to do a pop-up yoga class. And what I've told people during the pandemic is if you want a class and you want two o'clock on Friday and I can do it, but no one else can, I'll go ahead and teach it. Uh, I used to say when we were doing it in, per- in person, I would say I need at least three people. And now I just say, if if I can do it, I'll do it for you. All my classes right now are donation classes, all the online classes. And that may continue past the pandemic. Um, it, it works extremely well. You can donate on the website. You can PayPal or Venmo me directly. It's easy. It's simple. And frankly, I, I'm not a big fan of touching cash right now. So I'm happy to do it this way. When weather gets nicer again, which in Kansas can be early in the year. We'll go back to um, yoga in the park at least one day a week, probably two days a week. 
so that's what um that's what I have. That's my catch up from the last year and and a bit. It was what has it been? 14 months. I'm really, really happy to be back. I would love your feedback. You can text me 785-760-5412 um, to give me feedback. To oh, and to request a pop-up class, and then I will text the the list if you'd like to be on our list. You can um, text me and, and just make sure I know your name and I'll put you on the list. And then uh, you can always email me, mel at a yogikitchen.com with any kind of requests or any kind of questions or comments, feedback. I love it all. And like I said, I'm so happy to be back. And it'll be interesting to see what happens if this is my old community or this is old community with new people or if it's a completely new community. And whatever it turns out to be, I'm extremely grateful for it and for your presence here and for your energy in the world. So I hope you're having a, a reasonable Friday considering the week that we've all had. Um, take some nice long deep breaths. Try and just be in your body. Close your eyes. Make sure you're hydrating today. Make sure you are eating enough protein, getting your veggies. Take really good care of yourself because we all need your energy. So take good care of yourself. Don't get sick. And um, join us for yoga this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, three classes over the weekend. And then next week is Wednesday at 530 is, is uh, yin yoga. And Thursday at 7 p.m. is slow flow. And those are all central times. Have a awesome day. Namaste.